0: Why is it that I walk with so much confidence in my decision in closing Grand Atelier is because to grind responsibly, you must first learn to put your oxygen mask on yourself first before you put it on somebody else. You know, when you go on a plane, that's the first thing that the flight attendant will tell you. And that's what you have to do with your business. Because if you cannot put the, you know, feed yourself with oxygen, how are you supposed to go out there and help other people? You're going to sink, you're going to sink even more. And people are just going to watch you sink and nobody's going to be there. you are going to be trapped. So what I did is that I put my oxygen mask. I'm going to go learn. I'm going to perfect my skills. I'm going to move up the ladder. I'm going to get inspired. I'm going to learn from my coworkers. I'm going to get best practices as well. I'm going to beef myself up. And kiss it sera in the future.
1: You're listening to Radio Lounge, the show where we bring you value talking to creative entrepreneurs about topics that matter to you the most. Hello everyone, and welcome back to Radio Lounge. I'm your host, Patrick, and today I'm joined again with one of my good friends, Marjorie Joassim. Yes. We we had a session with you not too long ago. Uh, it was part of season one. We spoke together about should we quit what we're doing is is it worth it or should we like should we find another job should we find a career or, or should we just like suck it up and like, just go and do it <laughs> and and it, I know it was a hard decision and it was a hard question and as we're recording this Q1 passed for me so nothing really changed in that sense so we're back and, and it's a moment of truth what is going on Marjorie?
0: Well, um, a lot has gone out, like, ever since we uh, actually met. And I actually decided to close Grand Atelier. That was actually the conclusion. It was in my mind, it was in my soul uh, since April. However, I was beating myself up. And um, at the end of the day, I just had to look at myself in the mirror and see if it was actually worth for me to continue. I definitely de- did a BMC. Uh, A BMC is actually kind of like a chart that you do uh, in order to really look at your uh, supplies, your mission, uh, all your, um, you know, uh, like like what are the clients that you serve. So it's an amazing chart that you Mm -hmm. can actually get from PME Montreal or SAGE or whatever. And it really allows you to outline your business so that you can have the big picture of what you're doing looking at the numbers were not necessarily the issue the issue with me was something else mm-hmm. but I had to basically look at myself in the mirror and tell myself the truth that it was time to pull the plug yeah.
1: when, you, when you say April that's like a one-year inner battle that you, you've Almost. been having yeah.
0: absolutely yeah. I'm hard-headed I'm someone that is extremely optimistic Um, I'm someone uh, as well that fell in love with all the clients, all the employees. I fell in love with the entire grind responsibly, which I still is part of my life Mm -hmm. up until today. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's just that at the end of the day, um, I took a decision with looking at the mission and the values of the company. And when it is impossible for the leader to basically live up to those mission and vision, uh, sometimes it... It doesn't always have to do with money. A lot of decisions that you will take will affect the financial aspect if you do not respect your values and mm-hmm. if you do not respect mm-hmm. your vision and your mission. So it came back to something that was as qualitative and holistic as my values, which basically... Um, and then looking at the numbers, and then I said, you know what? That's it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is a big decision to take. You, like You know, like... You have Granitity at at core. Uh, I'm someone who has, you know, two big projects going on for me. Yeah. Uh, And and everyone we meet, they all have multiple or different kind of projects that are going on. And it's always, you know, we, we, in the last podcast, in the last session we had, we we talked about, like, you know, like, we're tired of hearing it's all going to be okay, let's make it happen. uh, To, like, okay, let's face realities. What is happening? So, like, I don't think, I don't think is, is it the right word to say you quit or you didn't I, I mean I, I, don't, I don't feel you quit yeah I just feel like you had it and then you moved forward. You're, you're on a different stage in your life now.
0: Absolutely. I mean, Granite was not my first business. Mm-hmm. Granite is actually my third business. Okay. And it was really funny because the other day I went to an event and met a fellow friend of mine and she basically said, well, Marjorie, that's just the way you are. You know what I mean? Like an entrepreneur is someone, I could have sold granatelier I could have passed it down. Uh, I could have done all, all kinds of things. An entrepreneur sees a business as a venture that they can possibly sell eventually or venture into different uh, you know uh, revenue schemes Mm -hmm. so that's pretty much kind of the mindset as an entrepreneur I'm not necessarily someone that basically see it one way putting all my eggs in the same basket Mm -hmm. I guess that uh, another aspect of myself is that I also look at my career in general is that everything that I do is transferable within the corporate world as, mu- as much as in the entrepreneurial world. Mm-hmm. And everything that I've acquired from the corporate world served me for Grand Atelier. So I, I see this now, especially today, entrepreneurship is a career. You can definitely learn. Is everybody fit to be an entrepreneur? That's another story. Mm-hmm. But I have to attest that I don't see myself as I quit Grand mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This has nothing to do... You actually have to break yourself off from ego uh, and really uh, look at the core of what your business represents. The core meaning the branding of your business. Yes. How does it connect to people and the truth also that comes out of it? Because people will notice when things are fake. Mm-hmm. People will notice when you're not happy. And you will notice it on your bank account as well when things are, are, are going wrong. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I see myself as a, a departure. I see myself as evolving and moving on to a bigger mission. Mm-hmm. There was a calling that I felt that was beyond uh, Grand Atelier. And the grind responsibly pretty much led me to that greater mission that, I would, that I'm actually thinking about right now. I'm like talking and discussing mm-hmm. with so many people about mm-hmm. it. I don't know where when it's going to start, what's going to come out. But so far, I'm just taking it one day at a time. Right. Yeah. Was it hard
1: to transition? Because, I mean, as an entrepreneur, you know, I know, I know, like, the, the, the advantages that I have and the disadvantages. Absolutely. And, yeah. and it's a different lifestyle because, like, even your, your schedule is different. You, you can you can have a self-imposed schedule, but it's it's your own schedule. You have, there's no one over you yeah. checking over you. And now you switch that to a career where um, you have people that you're working with. You have uh, a ninety-five.
0: How
1: how how is it like?
0: Well, I felt I I can actually walk you through. uh, You know, after I took the decision, because um, obviously finding a job was very fast for me. I pretty much used my entrepreneurial skills to to get it. So I have to say that I've been very fortunate to have found the right place Mm -hmm. and being the right fit as well to the company where I work now, Mm -hmm. which are amazing, fantastic gang. the transition I have to say was actually difficult mentally, physically, especially physically. I've gained weight. <laughs> really? Yeah, I've gained weight because I'm so used to train in the middle of the day and you know being on my feet and the stress also that actually I got from like working for myself. Whereas now taking the you know the the, the suburban train and you know going in different routes, starting you know like normally as a, as an entrepreneur, I know that I'm actually extremely fit creatively in the morning and as the day progressed after lunch I'm worth like almost nothing Mm. (laughs) so um, what has been great is that I was able to openly tell my immediate supervisor hey listen I'm worth shit after three it's like I can only do things that are repetitive check up my emails and whatnot but you lose me after that time Mm. or if I'm in an an actual meeting I tend to, I have like a kind of like a, uh, an attention deficit. Oh, I, I, I'm
1: not the same. Yeah, I like you could literally
0: be in front of you and fall asleep <laughs> and not even noticing. And I could catch myself in the office sometimes drifting away. And being an entrepreneur, I was able to actually control all of that, but now I'm trapped. <laughs> And also, I'm trapped doing projects that I have to find passion for. Right, you know, right. so those were. Uh, but I have to say, I've loved everything that was thrown at me so far. Like I love everything because everything's new. But I have to say that yes, physically waking up in the morning at the same time, kind of, you know, you, you kind of go at life like mm, like a buzz. It's, like, a, it's a routine. Mm. Yeah, it's that that routine of getting up at six thirty, coming back home, being tired, uh, cooking. Preparing your stuff for the next day again, the next day, and then you just feel like a little rat. Like <laughs> it's just like uh, it's just that lifestyle. But then I found out that you have to add color to your to your life. You have to be present, you know, and uh, you have to understand also that the company where I got the job from is huge to begin with, it's okay. extremely huge. So I see further than my nose where that can actually bring me. I also use up a lot of gratitude. I transferred all my skills to that company and that company accepted the fact that I have a non-traditional background. And mm-hmm. also the company, I, I, I picked the company because they specifically uh, wanted to hire uh, ex-entrepreneurs or I shall say just you know, f- to understand the right, concept right, right. because they knew that we are species that are workers that are a little bit crazy and a little bit different and that aspect they wanted it for for their company so I just fit right in but indeed I I openly told my employer physically it's hard and what I love about them is that they actually sit down with you every two, two weeks to measure your level of happiness. I okay. love it. Yeah. this <laughs> company, I'm not disclosing it yet because I would like to, you know, it's no, okay. It, it's okay. But I, I can't wait because it's a huge, huge advertising agency that I won't name yet. But it's just to say that they measure my happiness to see if I'm okay. And I openly tell them, Hey, it's hard to get up in the morning. I'm not used to, to that every day. Or I'm not used to be on that schedule right. and they understand.
1: Wow, I, I'm like I'm like trying, trying to absorb all this right now and I'm kind of like confused in, in the state of like, yeah. do you, like, do you regret this or do you not regret ever making the switch?
0: Well, I think that what I, I could, I don't regret my decisions, but I can tell you what I miss. You know, I miss waking up in the morning and fixing my own schedule. I miss the freedom mm. of when I start working and when I stop working. Mm-hmm. Uh, I miss uh, basically uh, knocking at doors, uh, you know, and speaking to, you know, CEOs and whatnot and no longer have to go through this protocol of, uh, wait a minute, like you can't, I have to talk to this person first and then you go after, you know what I mean? Like I miss that. Mm -hmm. Um, I miss that liberty. I miss also maybe part of the creativity because in terms of my company, I was managing all the the branding, everything from beginning to end. Now I only take care of one part of the the whole picture. Mm -hmm. So I miss that. But it feels good to take care of one piece because I know that I can actually, that skill set can be optimized, Mm -hmm. I can be better at it. Mm And I can train that muscle for moving up the ladder in the mm-hmm. company. There's mm-hmm. always poss- those kind of possibilities. No, definitely. And I love having coworkers because I was extremely lonely. Yes, it's a lonely journey. Now I talk to people at lunch. I have people around me. We they, they have different conversations, and it's so much fun. So those are the things that I actually enjoy.
1: Right. Yeah, there's definitely, like, the pros and cons of yes. being an entrepreneur or, or having a 9 to 5. Yes. And, um, I mean, I've had transitions with it, like, where I would engage in a 9 to 5, and then I did, it didn't last long. I would have quit, and I came back, you know? And it's, it's, it's weird because, like, re- now reflecting on my life, seeing where I am yes. and, and everything I've, I've done. Like, recently I just did, like, a... a a timeline of all my accomplishments. Yeah, I loved
0: when you that did that. It was amazing. And
1: I'm like, wow, I've done so much. Yeah. And again, we come back to the balance sheet, like the, the big conversation we had <laughs> yes. about a couple of months ago
0: after the epida, <laughs> right?
1: And we, we and I checked that, and I'm like, not again. I'm in I'm in a negative. And I and I'm like, I understand. We don't like we're not living and doing this stuff for financial reasons. I totally understand that, but it makes it it, it does make it hard to say, okay, like, I, I'm doing amazing things. Like, like like uh, by the time that we're recording this, uh, what's coming up, you know, we have the, the Shopify event, nice. right? We have so many great events and activities. We have LinkedIn local women who just joined our, our initiative.
0: Amazing. We have
1: amazing things happening. Like, like money can never, ever pay for these things. Like, honestly, yeah, absolutely. like all my accomplishments and everything that I've done in my life, yeah. money can never buy into this.
0: Absolutely. At the
1: same time, I'm like, I need to live. I need to literally be able to have security, and which means money, which means. And I know my business. What I'm doing is not wrong. I just don't have enough people with me to be able to move forward. And in that, in that situation, I'm always coming back to like, should I be getting a nine to five job?
0: Not exactly. I mean, this talk that we're having is not necessarily to encourage everybody to close their business and you know to go and shamely redo your CV and whatnot. It's about being an adult. It's about taking the right decisions for the career path that mm-hmm. you want to move move forward to. You know, there's a lot of entrepreneurs uh, that basically had found jobs as CEO or basically downgraded in order to move forward also. Um, you know, because you want to uh, basically kind of be equal also to the market because there's some skills, maybe sets that you want to acquire or you haven't worked for someone in a long time. So, You want to get used to the hustle bustle and not necessarily take on a a leadership position yet. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have to say, you shouldn't be ashamed. And one thing to answer your question is that, yeah, when you're an entrepreneur, you got to be hungry. You got to be hungry to make money. You got to be hungry to go out there and hustle. You know, uh, you cannot necessarily... Yes, you have to do things out of passion, but at the end of the day... You have to live and you can set yourself exactly the type of lifestyle that you want to live. Mm-hmm. Let me go back to what we've discussed before. First of all, my, both of my parents were entrepreneurs. Where we're at right now was their office. And it took them five years before they were actually able to scratch and get into the six digits. So we're talking about five years of financial liatis and I've, I've lived it. We didn't have a lot of money. We had struggle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was hard. But they kept themselves together and they did it together. It does take time. And I think that all entrepreneurs need to understand to stop looking at all uh, what we see on, on, uh, online. Mm-hmm. I know that there's a lot of experts that sells you, oh, you're going to be this in six months and look the money I've made. I was poor last month. I'm sorry, but everybody has a different story. They do. And the truth is, it takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And they will hide the fact that maybe they had a side job mm-hmm. while they were actually planning their, their, their hustle. Yes, yes. It's a lie to say that they just woke up and did it. Mm-hmm. It takes shitloads of time. It takes a lot of dedication. And it also... One of the things, if I, I have to say, I, you know, because there's always lessons and I'm kind of like in mm-hmm. that journey right now mm-hmm. of really discerning... Mm-hmm. If I had to start everything all over again, perhaps that, yes, I would have looked for a business partner mm-hmm. um, for the stuff that I was not necessarily good at. I closed my business because I couldn't handle the operational side. Yes. The, Which
1: you mentioned at the la- in the, the last in The operational session, yes. side yeah. were
0: too heavy yeah. that I, I, I wanted to do more of what I was good at, but unfortunately, I was spending, I was dragged by the stuff that I was not good at, that my business partner my former business partner Lorena was taken care of
1: which is also necessary absolutely you, 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 you cannot work with one without the other you need both Absolutely. So
0: that was dragging me down, which basically affected the mission and the vision that I was actually Mm -hmm. trying to put out there, the grind responsibly. Mm -hmm. It was hard for me to keep that balance Mm -hmm. because I had to work myself, although I respected my grind responsibly. But I have to say, to answer your question, you got to be hungry. You can't take the grind, like I used to say, you can't take the grind out of your business. Uh, You can't take the hustle out of it. Uh You have to want it. You have to constantly look at your business and find different creative solution on how you can have different streams of income and not put your eggs in the same basket. Yes,
1: absolutely. And and you touched upon a very interesting point because you're right. Uh, a lot of people we've met, that's, uh, you know a lot of content creators, a lot of YouTubers, yeah. on the facade, on whatever they put online, it's like, yeah, they're making all that. Once you meet them and you talk to them, they actually have... Jobs. They all have different journeys. Some Absolutely. of them have. Some of them have jobs all year long. Yes. Some of them. Some of them will, will grind. Like say so they will go to work for like six months straight, accumulate the income, and then quit, and then be, and go back to their uh, business. Absolutely. There, everyone has different journeys. So, like as an entrepreneur, you know, like you said, like you, you build it, it is a career. You're building a career, and you 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 work, like you are working on your own business and stuff. And sometimes you do go find a job that's going to accomplish that, or sometimes. You might you might take a break, or you might just yeah. let, it be, let it behind you and and focus on something else. There is all, like the path is so different from one to the other. Mm-hmm. And you're right; we shouldn't be feeling ashamed of finding a job. No. I, on a personal level, I what what I find hard is that I don't know if it's about stress management, but it's, it has to do more with okay. If I get a job mm-hmm. and I get emails or calls at the moment of the job which I cannot answer, mm-hmm. what happens if I miss those things? Would I get it back? Would I? You know, it's always that question, because I remember when I had that 9 to 5, I was, there was so much going on at a very fast pace, I couldn't do it anymore. But at the same time, if if I was better planned, maybe that wouldn't have mattered much. I would have been able to find a way, a loophole, you can say, to yeah. kind of getting that day off or whatever, to go into that meeting that I need to, to answering those calls Absolutely. that I need to, and making things happen, because, yeah, it's just... It, like. It has to do with good planning and...
0: Well, I think you know. for my part is that I really wanted to depart from entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. I was actually really ready to really work the nine to five. I was ready to have co-workers. Mm-hmm. I was ready to learn from other people. Mm-hmm. I needed to stretch. Mm-hmm. And my career move was v- very strategic and I'm extremely happy of my decision. So, uh, to me, everything was planned. But I have to say that um, in order to grind responsibly, you have to take decisions. If you want to keep one foot out and one foot in, it does come with responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Some people, what they do is that they they'll find a retainer. Mm -hmm. I've had a retainer during the time that I was thinking for close to eight months, Um, you know, which I had basically income coming in and I was helping a company for branding and it was great. I was there three times a week and I had the rest of the week for my business. Mm-hmm. That I tried and that was another way to work. But now mm-hmm. I've decided to really shut down completely and put all my focus with perfecting mm-hmm. my craft, mm-hmm. with serving other people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have to take a decision. Mm-hmm. And you have to understand that if you, t- you, you keep a foot out and one foot in and a nine to five, yes, it does come with consequences, but be open. Um, there are companies that are made for you. You have to shop for it. Mm -hmm. There are companies that will accept the fact that this is basically what you want and they will actually um, kind of like uh, create a job that will actually fit your talent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have to understand that we live in a world right now where there has ever been so many jobs offering. There's so many jobs out there. More jobs than actually workers that are available. Mm -hmm. A lot of vacant spaces, Mm -hmm. lots of companies um, where there's leaders that unfortunately don't have people to pass over their, their, their family business. And they're waiting for millennials or they're waiting for people to take over. True. So there's you have to kind of like open your mind and seeing that you mm-hmm. can position yourself in many different ways. Mm-hmm. Use your mm-hmm. entrepreneurial skills. Always tell the truth. Be authentic. Mm-hmm. See who you are. Mm-hmm. And see that perhaps there's a job that will say, hey... You know what? We'll hire you as a consultant. Mm-hmm. We'll take you on a one-year contract. Mm-hmm. And if there's an opening, they can basically come back and say, hey, we actually like to work for you. Would you like to have a stay with us forever? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, can we open an actual employer? We'll give you benefits and everything. You don't have to worry about it. It's up to you. Right. So, you know, you have to understand that work is work. Whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you work a nine-to-five, work is work. Yes, And yes. And I think that... When an uh, an employer hires an entrepreneur, I can say, I can attest that we can only be maybe the best Mm -hmm. uh, kind of workers because we know that we we walk with our business card and as well as our customer service wherever we go because we know how it feels to be on the other side catering to our clients. Mm -hmm. And then when you're inside a company, you're not only catering to their clients, but you're also catering to the, your co-workers. Yes. And you never know what can happen in life. Yes. That maybe one day something, a light bulb might pop in that the company you work for might become your client. Mm-hmm. And that your co-worker, you might create something together. So that's why you have to understand that wherever you walk through, you always have to treat people the same way and you always have to address work as work and be professional all the way through, no matter the position mm-hmm. and no matter the decisions mm-hmm. you take. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's that, that's important is to make sure that you grind responsibly and to make sure that you walk out of that shame of I have to redo my CV. Work is work.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> work is wow, work. <laughs> wow, wow. Re- really eye-opener discussion and, and to wrap it up, it's like whether you choose to become an entrepreneur, whether you choose to nine to five, as long as you're doing what you love. And it seems like you're doing what you love. And, Absolutely. And yeah. So it's like, it's okay. You know, Absolutely. like you, you need to go to work. You need to live. There's yeah. no shame in anything you find. Yeah. And, and as long as you're loving and, and, and you're enjoying life, well, you know, let it be.
0: That's it. Let it be. And I have to attest that whether you're prospecting for clients or you're looking for a retainer or you're looking for a nine to five or you want to pivot, shop shop, shop, shop for your employer. There are people that can actually hire our, us weirdos that don't necessarily think that we fit in the mold. There are anti-conformist companies that will welcome us. Oh, yeah. So you have to stay positive. And I think that I loved my experience so far. And um, I, I just wish everybody, what what's important is to be happy at the end. And mm-hmm. I'm extremely happy of mm-hmm. my decision. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much for allowing me to to speak. You're actually the first person that I openly talk about and I'm hoping that it's going to help people to no longer feel ashamed if you have to redo your CV. It's just part of life.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for, for expressing yourself because, <laughs> like I said, like I'm going through this right now, and, yeah. and believe me, a lot of people have been writing to us since our last podcast.
0: Awesome. So uh,
1: it, it it is affecting a lot of people. So nice. as long, as long as we keep it real talk and like absolutely. there's no there's no filters like that's what people want to hear and that's why that's why we're here.
0: That's it. I'll be more than welcome to come back if ever we can do a podcast and have people live with us and asking us questions and, and whatnot about my decisions and how I feel and how I live it we can dive definitely a little deeper about it I'll be more than happy to do it
1: absolutely thank you so much for. thank you again Malvili you're welcome (laughs) this podcast was recorded in collaborations with Creator HQ to gain more value check out their website creatorhq.org Creator HQ is a community of content creators located in Montreal and beyond join the community it's free and rewarding